Welcome back to the Calvary Baptist Podcast. We took some time off during the holidays to rest and refocus, but we are very excited to be back sharing this time with you. We have a lot of exciting things coming up as we turn the calendar on a new year. We'll take some time today to get our podcast legs back under us and share a lot of these communication items so you are aware of church life happenings. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to this Calvary podcast. If you have any questions or comments, anything you would like to hear discussed on a future episode, please get in touch with me at jvot at calvarythedals.org. Let's get to the podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. Howdy. Hey, morning. We have David and Brandon and Bobby here today. Um, and it's Bobby's birthday. It is Bobby's birthday. Happy Woo-hoo. birthday, man. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't do much for it, but here you I am. You were born. I lived through it. Thanks for getting born. Yeah, great job. Thank you. Yeah. Any uh, uh, any fun birthday stuff you want to share with us? Uh, well, my wife made me quiche this morning, which is definitely my favorite food. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, cool. I love quiche. Quiche. I love quiche. I mean, I'm not a sweets guy. I do like pastries, but it, I would like more of a savory pastry. Mm-hmm. I was explaining this to Joel a bit this morning. Mm-hmm. He was like, so help me understand this whole quiche thing. And I also love eggs, eggs, scrambles. Um, so you can do pretty much anything with quiche. Yeah, quiche to me sounds like when people say like goulash, mm-hmm. it's just sort of like there's no... What do you have left? Like Yeah, just throw it all in a bowl. So like for when you're saying quiche is your favorite, what kind of quiche? What, what's in your favorite quiche? Um, eggs, clearly. Eggs, cheese. It's not quiche without eggs, right? Correct? Okay. Yeah, no, Korea. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Eggs, um, bacon, ham, sausage, lots of meat. The Denver omelet <laughs> is what I'm hearing. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but no uh, veggies. Well, no, I like uh, like onions, green onions. That sounds good. Um, yeah, I mean, wh- whatever, whatever's available. Artichoke hearts. Yeah, we were we were, uh, no artichoke hearts. Okay, we, we were talking. This we found the limit. Joel was like, "Well, you could do like a smoked salmon situation Ooh. there." I was like, "Yeah, definitely. That sounds Ooh. amazing. Some little bit of cream cheese. Like you can you can make it whatever you want." I thought like a Philly cheesesteak quiche would probably probably be amazing. Mm. I've never done that. So like a barbecue sauce with eggs in there? Is that yeah. what's in a cheesesteak? Barbecue sauce? No, no, no. I've never like, had a cheesesteak. Uh, Philly well, cheesesteak is like... Yeah. Pa- wait, pause. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold. I mean, not a legit Philly cheese. I've never been to Philadelphia, and uh, I don't think I've ever... Have I. I mean, I might have had like an Arby's version of a Philly cheesesteak, but a real legit cheesesteak? No. Oh, man. It'll blow your mind. So, I mean, it sounds great. You have to remember, I'm severely lactose intolerant, so mm. I, I I don't do a lot of cheese eating. So, like, things that don't make your list are, like, cheese steak, cheese, cheese cake, cheesecake, <laughs> mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they make my list, but then sure. I, I regret it, like, milkshake. a couple hours later. Uh, dude, I could not tell you the last time I had a milkshake. Oh, that's sad, man. I'm, I feel you. bad for you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. pray for me. Well, I'll uh, drink one in your honor. Yeah. <laughs> not you. Not me. Not, no. You'll drink a protein shake. In I my will honor. drink a protein shake <laughs> <laughs> with milk in it. Well, I'm excited to be sitting with you guys again, and I'm sure our 15 listeners will be excited to hear our voices again. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Miss you. To we you. Haven't recorded. Shout out to you. Hi to you. I love to you. Uh, we haven't recorded in a month. Yeah, probably over. So yeah, lots to catch up on and update people on. Yeah, let's do that. Let's just do kind of a uh, communication dump for this round and talk about things that are coming up. And I'm sure we've spoken to a lot of them already in announcements at church and emails and Facebook. But uh, we can we found we cannot communicate enough. Yeah, it's always good to talk it out. And for the people who do listen, which is more than 15, uh, this is a good spot to maybe to hear uh, hear it, hear more detail or hear it uh, on a different level. 
Yeah. Uh, so I guess first from the top of the list, which I think we're all probably super excited about, is return to service this coming Sunday. So by the time this drops, we'll have already met in person for the first time in months, which is super exciting. You guys looking forward to this? I'm looking forward to it. I, yeah, it's been since uh, November, what, the Sunday after Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. maybe that, yeah. So the 27th or somewhere around there. Um, so yeah, eight, six, eight weeks that we've been online only again, which, um, you know, it's felt worse than the first time though, but the first time we were like online only for a couple months long, like long, it was a long time before we moved outside. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Why did that feel worse to you kind of going back to doing that? Well, I think it always like anytime you do it for the first time, I think there was more of a like, all right, we have to. And we knew less, you know, about COVID and it was so there, you know, but to have to go back and forth and back and forth just wears you out, I think. Yeah. So even though this one's been shorter, I think it's for, especially for a lot of people, you know, it's just, it's like, I, I can't do this again. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go back to the online thing. There are a lot of people, and I still hear from them, a lot of people who are doing the online thing. And, you know, like, while it's not their ideal, they still are enjoying it and going to continue doing it. So it's not that it doesn't work for everybody, um, but it definitely doesn't work for some people. And so mm-hmm. like, you know, like, I don't know. I think there's something in us where we like everyone was, we could, let's do it. We'll dig deep. We'll do it. But then like the third or fourth time you have to like go back, back and forth. That's just not fun. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard on us as a staff, by the way, for people who are listening, like the back and forth, the changing of gear, the changing of the setup, trying to figure out how to get open. I mean, that's partly why we didn't open two weeks ago is, is that we're trying, we were trying to uh, get through the holidays because we had a lot of people in our own congregation that were sick. Infection rates were high and staff over the holidays and the whole bit. It's like, so let's just push it out, give everyone like a two week buffer. And so we can be ready to open. And so that's, you know, the only reason why we didn't open two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But, so it is a lot of work and a lot of the back and forth. I don't know, Bobby, you don't love it. No, no. Every time we change from one format to another, it just changes everything that we that the way that we do everything so yeah. um and a more opportunity for like tech to break like the lights went so down much, yeah part of me wonders if like you know if they wouldn't have broken if they w- would have been regularly being used which kind of doesn't make sense but sometimes mechanical things yeah. work that way right you know my outboard motor if i don't use it for six months it breaks but uh, but if i use it like twice a week it runs fine so mm-hmm. yeah so that yeah every time we move sound gear and cameras and I think part of the reason why this one seemed harder too is it it also encompassed a lot of traditional yes. like and holiday Christmas Eve stuff, service, so. Christmas time of year. Yep, absolutely, super tough. So that's and and the, the fact that people are somewhat like disconnected from their own families, and so this was going to be some of that connection for them is yeah. being able to do that. And and we get I get that. I mean, I didn't get to see my own sister on Christmas because yep. they're they're quarantining, and so yep. we we understand that piece from everybody's perspective, and and we just. We recognize it's it's hard. So yeah, yeah it's not been it, the year anybody wanted, uh, and this I don't know that this next year will be necessarily better. But let me just say this: like in speaking from where the elders are at, and of course things could change, um, but our goal is to not do the back and forth as much as possible going forward. And so, so what we're working towards is remaining in person, exp- like not limiting the number. Uh, masking and distancing, but also working towards the removal of that. So like a slow move towards a return to just gathering in person like we were doing in February of last year. Mm-hmm. No one really expected it to go quite this long, but that's that's what we're, we're working towards. Obviously, the weather is going to start getting better, and so maybe outside. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed outside, and and if we can do that again, the weather here is fantastic. And so you know, that might be a shift from inside back to outside. Um, which is beneficial in loads of ways. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but it's like great for the kids. 
saves a lot of money. We're not running AC and electricity. And mm-hmm. uh, I love the public witness aspect of it. You know, that's that, the biggest part for me. Yeah. I, I loved seeing people sit out, literally sit outside of their homes and listen to our service. Yeah. And the fact that those people have lived right there behind the church for probably, I mean, for however long they've been there and probably thought to themselves, what goes on? I wonder there? what yeah. those freaks do inside of that building <laughs> every Sunday. And just to see us be normal people, sing a song together, you know, and, yep. and then hear about who this Jesus guy was. That's my favorite part of the outdoor service. I, I like the, I like the informality of it too. Sure. Everybody brings a chair and then afterwards yeah. kids are playing soccer on the field. I mean, yep. that's all really fun too. But mm-hmm. yeah, the public witness is definitely yeah. high for me. So yeah. Uh, but all that to say, you know, like that's our goal. That's that's our desire is is to not have to shift back and forth and try to try to find a way at this point to um, still, you know, being careful and being safe and and trying to minimize the spread of sickness, but also gather in person. That's, mm-hmm. that's where we're going. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited just for that aspect. I know we've we talked all summer long about what the church is and that we are the church. We are God's holy temple. But there's. It's always been something super special to me about entering like a sanctuary and not being like a house of worship. And so I'm excited for people to be back in the building and, and doing that again. And there's just there's there's a sacred feel to it. Maybe it's kind of liturgical in my mind, but I just love that room where we sing, yeah. you know. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, you know the windows that we have up above lining? Yeah. It would be so sweet if we could just get like stained glass for that. But not I mean stained glass is super expensive. We could just get like sticker. Oh yeah, we definitely like a, can. Like a decal and just yeah, sort of yeah. stained glass it up a little bit. <laughs> I think that'd be sweet. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Stations the, of the Cross, like you know, stained glass stuff. Like, yeah, that'd be cool. The only downside to that right now is that's that's ninety percent of our actual light in the room, <laughs> and so it will <laughs> yeah, darken dark. it significantly. That's all right. We'll get. We have candles from the Christmas Eve service we weren't able to do that we could use. Hey, there we yeah. go. Perfect. <laughs> Okay, what else do we need to communicate? We got a lot of things. Well, going with that, on, look, right? why don't you talk about the kids? You know, uh, yeah, because the last couple times we've been open live in person in the building, we haven't had anything for kids. Yeah, yeah, I can't like speak a hundred percent to it because it's still being formed in my mind, and I just I'm working on a proposal to the elders to make sure that we're doing things safely and appropriately for the kids. But um, I do want to have activities for the kids, like Sunday school stuff. It's going to look a little different probably than it did last February, but. Um, uh, I, we, we know and understand the need for it. We, we know that it's hard for littles, especially to sit still and not have the wiggles and not be a distraction. What's that smirk on your face, man? I'm sorry. You said wee wee. <laughs> Classic Bobby. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Yeah. Um, moving right along. So I, I'm guessing we're going to start with the younger kids, kind of pre-K three through five years old. They will always be the that age range that has the hardest time sitting still and, and being engaged in big church. So uh, we'll try to open that room first. I need to see what our felt need will actually be. How many, how many families are going to be coming back uh, before we start making plans for having the other rooms open. But um, that's, that's my tentative plan right now. I want to have Sunday school going as soon as I can get volunteers on board with. Yeah, we need volunteers. Yeah. Yeah. So there's my, my shout out for, for volunteers, if, if y'all are listening and feel that tug on your heart to be engaged in kids' discipleship, love that age range, three to five years old. Um, the the more people I can get involved, and Brandon, you understand this, and, and Bobby too, anytime we're looking for volunteers, the more Not people... Not me. I'm the, I'm the only one that doesn't understand it. No, you have no <laughs> clue what I'm talking about. The more people involved, the less the burden on everybody. If I've sure. only got four people involved, then that's 
then then they're would on you every... would you say that many hands make light work? I would say that. You would, is that yeah. did you just coin that phrase? It just came to me. Yeah, it's like a little little idiom. Gosh, like an Odellism. I feel like I think, a lot right? of people yeah. should say that. They should. So yeah, yeah, need volunteers to be involved in kids ministry. Um, think about that and pray about that if you're listening. Um, so I throw that over to you, Brandon. What do you got going on for youth coming up? Yeah, we're. I'm really excited. We're going to be back in person um, on the 17th. So uh, Anchored High School is going to be kicking off again and normal time from 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock. And then on uh, Tuesday, the 19th, uh, we'll open up for junior high again. And um, just looking forward to being back in person. Uh, I did get an opportunity to see some of my students and uh, parents over uh, the Christmas break going around and dropping mugs off and uh, it's just one of those things. It's like, man, I, I miss this. I, I miss being with my students. I miss seeing their parents. I miss just that atmosphere and the energy that comes in that process. So, um, I'm looking forward to that. And I mean, same shout out, man. I mean, we, we've got a lot of really cool things coming up. We've got, uh, I just got the, uh, first quarter planned out for this year, uh, and got that out. Um, you know, and we got a, a half night event that we're going to be doing in February. And I would just encourage anybody who's interested in um, coming and partnering with us in that, uh, you know, chaperones, uh, check in registration team, all that kind of fun stuff. There are what's, what's the date on the February one? Um, we're looking at February the 26th. So the end of February Oof. on a Friday night. I already got something on the calendar that night. I, uh-huh. Did you see it? No. Nope. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a elders and deacons training meeting. Well, with we'll, James we'll, Gleason. Fix, we'll fix it. Okay. No big deal. <laughs> Yeah, well, you'll be at that meeting, so you might. Yeah, to, you know, <laughs> we'll do it right after that meeting. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I think it's uh, six thirty, seven thirty. So, got it. Go. I'll just run the half night overnighter while yeah. you guys do that fun meeting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys want to give a five six shout out? Like, uh, drop just drop a. Uh, here's a thing we're praying about. Oh, we're doing some insider trading. Insider training. Okay. Trading. Yeah. Uh, training. Brandon and I have discussed, and David has been part of this discussion. We just, we, we need to provide something for um, probably fifth graders. Mm-hmm. And we realize that fifth graders today are not fifth graders like when we were growing up. It's just a different culture. Kids are expected just in the culture they live in to grow up much faster. There's more maturity kind of thrust on them at an early age. And so, uh, we need to be involved in discipling those kids at a, at a younger age and get them in more kind of a youth style program. So we kicked around the idea of kind of segmenting our our youth a little bit more. And instead of middle school being sixth through eighth, we are going to we're we're going to kick around the idea and, and of of starting a five fifth grade and sixth grade group, and then middle school will be seventh eighth, and then high school ninth and up. So kind of working title right now is just five six because uh, it's a fifth and sixth grade group and then um i just i did some thinking about that and matthew five six jumped out to me it's in the beatitudes jesus says those who hunger and thirst for righteousness uh, will be satisfied so uh, i love that idea uh, the title just kind of works really well for me i want to get these kids hungering and thirsting for righteousness as they head into those kind of difficult and awkward fifth six middle school years so awesome yeah probably not kicking that off to like a summertime thing. We got a sure. lot of work, background work. I need to recruit volunteers. I need to figure out exactly what um, what that's going to look like. But um, yeah, very excited about that. I think it's it's a gap in our ministry here at Calvary that needs to be filled. Awesome. Yeah.
I think the coolest part about it too is, you know, parents might like this is one of the ideas that we're kicking around is trying to have it all on the same night. So yeah, fifth and sixth grade, middle school and high school all be on one night, kind of a, a one-stop shop. And it just, it just creates, um, that, that intergenerational ministry that, mm-hmm. you know, that is very valuable in a church and, and it just opens up a lot of avenues. So we're really excited about that. I'm looking forward to seeing, uh, Joel out here with a bunch of crazy kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited for it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, any like nights that I can get rid of any of my children is always welcome. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be the same night, guys. I, just hear me really clearly. Multiple nights. Yeah, it's fine. If it's three different nights, I mean, soon I'll have Hunter and Hallie and Jackson and those things. So if it's three nights, that's like yeah, date yeah, nights, sure, sure, sure. you know? Just. Dude, speaking of date night, we are kicking around like a uh, a family fun night, like a, doing a roller skating in the gym or rollerblading or something. Yeah, what do you guys think of that? that? That'd be fun. Yeah, and, Light uh, machine, fog machine in the gym. Like we <laughs> we took the kids roller skating at the tennis courts the other day, and so I was remembering Skate World and Springfield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I would love to do that. Like, let's. I want to do it for the community, but like, open up the gym on a, on a Friday with the fog hogs and and lights cool. going around. And and so as after we were talking about that, Joel, I went away thinking like, and and if Joel staffs it with a bunch of volunteers, then it's just like a drop off and parent date night. Totally. So I'm looking forward to dropping off my kids with Joel. And going on a date night. See, I would love to see parents engage with their kids during a fun time Same. like that. But uh, absolutely, you know, I would love to, to see a... other parents engage. With kids. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm, we're all, me and my kids. We're all living in one room on the floor like squatters right now. We're pretty. We're so pretty. You're engaging engaged. a lot. Yeah, we have a lot of time together right now. That's good. Major house remodel. Yeah. Oh. Cool, man. Which side of the gym is the like the first aid station going to be at? I will have multiple points set okay. up throughout good. the gym. I believe chiropractic station. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, we just got a, uh, uh, from our laser tag event, Jason Berman from Camp Morrow. Shout out to uh, Jason and Camp Morrow crew. Uh, he gave us a giant light-up disco ball. So we could totally hang that thing. Perfect. Oh. For a skate night. Done. It's amazing. Do it. You know, nothing says cutting-edge 2021 ministry like roller skating. <laughs> <laughs> 70s music, disco balls. Yeah. You got to get with the wheelies and the rollerblades, though, man. Joel's really going to teach us <laughs> how to do that, all the rollerblade tricks. He's the heelys? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the heelys. Shoes that Joel have owns a pair, apparently. Do you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. I feel like I was at Home Depot and I saw you go heeling heli- <laughs> by. In my Jenkos? Yeah, it was like it was over by the plumbing section and I just saw the corner of my eye. Three sheets of plywood on his shoulder. Just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Communication. Birthday post. Let's keep going. <laughs> I got a one. So if you're listening to this, you know, right when this drops next week, that the uh, budget meeting is on the 24th Sunday right after church. And so that's an uh, important meeting for members to be at. Uh, copies of the budget are available in advance from the office. And so uh, it's been a crazy year with giving. Um, it's been a really healthy year with spending. So we've been able to still stay way under actual giving, but giving was also far under the projected budget just with COVID and the change and everything. And so uh, it's a weird year. It's hard to project going forward. And so the elders have been hard at work at that along with uh, stewardship input. And so, yeah, make sure you're at that meeting. If you're a member and uh, or if this is your church and you have questions about the budget, um, it's a great place to ask them. I'm sure it may come up. Anybody could attend, but only members will be able to vote to ratify the budget, correct? You know, that's a great question, Joel. Thank you for asking it yeah. live on the spot because I definitely know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> and that answer is I'm actually not sure. I I know okay. it's a I I don't think it's a closed meeting like that like no one can come, like anyone can come, but yes, I believe that is members only like vote to ratify, but the vote 
to ratify is also um, is an, a vote of affirmation, not like a, a yes, yes, no vote. And right. so there, I haven't re- read. I've been trying to find, you know, I've never been to one here at Calvary. And so there's a lot of like, how has this worked in the past? But clearly, if it's like resounding, like very negative, very concerned, the elders and stewardship are going to have to go back to work and we'll have to do something else. Sure. But what those metrics are, you know, it's I, I don't know, like if there's like a 80 percent pass, like that's not articulated in our bylaws. OK. Yeah. I mean, typically in the past, what, what we've done is just we've sent the budget out just like we have done right now. And then parties that have concerns, we've asked them, please just ask. But yeah, yeah. Ask David or ask, ask Brandon, Bobby, anybody. And we would love to talk to you and explain why that's that way. And if there is a concern, we need to readjust or, or revisit or just let you know we see that concern. However, this is where we feel God leading us this year. And um, usually what it is, is in the past, it's been Chris who gets up because he's the head. Of, he was the head of the deacon team that led that, that stewardship committee. And he just said, we're going to talk about the budget. Here's what it is. We've given it to you two weeks ahead of time. Um, so now that we've talked about it, we're going to affirm it. I have all who affirm say aye, and all who don't affirm say nay, affirm, deny, and that's the end of the meeting. I mean, mm-hmm. literally has been oh, for real? three yep. and a half minutes. Well, yeah. we're planning this one to be a little bit longer. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so maybe we're inviting more trouble, but I'm going to get up and talk just in general sort of and give some context to the last three, four years, give a general overview of our financial health. So we're going to talk further about you know, things like the endowment that exists here, savings and some budget philosophy stuff. Uh, and then LeBreton is going to walk through that Q and a, I'm going to moderate it and, uh, yeah, then we'll vote on it. So cool. yeah, maybe we should just shrink it. Take everything I said back. It's just like, uh, if you don't have a question, no, I'm just kidding. Well, I th- <laughs> there is a lot of that stuff that people don't even know about some of the funds that we have set up and that people yeah. have helped us with. Yep. And so that'd be, that's good. I think those things actually help to settle people's minds. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I thought Absolutely. all we had was what's on the page. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot to talk about how a church budget works. And so a lot of people have, uh, you know, like, here's how you operate your business budget. Here's how the household budget, how does a church budget work? You know, it's not a, and how does spending within that budget work? So we're going to talk about all that kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah. It'll be good, man. Um, what else was on the list? Uh, discipleship groups, you know, those have been slowly rolling out. So my discipleship group met for the first time this Monday. It was pretty fun. Um, and so if you're interested in being discipled and you're listening to this, please contact the office and we'll get you in a group. We have some leaders who are ready to go and don't have, you know, don't have people in them yet. So we'd love to do that. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a continued theme going forward. So it's not just a one and done thing. It's something we're trying to, you know, use as a normal part of our discipleship making efforts is is groups of disciples meeting together so uh, i know bobby's group's been meeting since like i don't know november or october of last year so uh yeah that's going marriage course through alpha is up and running i got my first one tonight looking forward to that uh kara and i are in the wednesday group you're in the monday group yeah and did you sign up monday as well so yeah you guys had that go that was awesome. Yeah. It was good, other than the, the, the uh, yeah. Zoom. Do you have a tech <laughs> issue? It's a Zoom uh, thing. Zoom. So there was one couple that was trying to figure out how to get their sound and audio like and video to work. So what they Classic. thought would be best is to turn on a computer and a phone. So they were just doing the, you know, and you take two phones and you put them together and they make that super oh, sweet. sweet like yeah, I do that. space station noise. <laughs> yeah. So so it's too late to get in that, but we will offer it again, I believe, mm-hmm. in the fall. And so um, it's a great opportunity just to like spend time. You know, it's not meant to like save a marriage. It's not marriage counseling. Um, and so, but it's it's just meant to strengthen and enrich. But it might and save your marriage. It, in it the long could run. absolutely yeah. like. So it's like sometimes when I talk with people about marriage, you know, it's like, or, or even in like my men's discipleship groups when we talk about being a husband, it's like, what are you doing actively doing to strengthen 
and to grow, mm. and, you know, and so it's a great opportunity to do that. So if you missed this time, make sure you get it next time. Um, that's all I got. What else? Um, Bobby, did you want to tech volunteers that obviously still an ongoing need? Yeah. Yeah. We always would love to have more, more help with tech. We've had some pretty awesome yeah. folks step up during this time where, we were a little, I mean, we were nervous. And so we honestly, we, we started praying about people to help with tech and uh, guys like AJ and Josiah, uh, Marie came back. So she's training volunteers uh, to help us with pro presenter. And Pete, as always is unbelievable, just yeah. his commitment to helping this church continue to thrive and be well. And, and um, even um, just training other people too. guys like Andrew Worley, who's an absolute stallion with giant muscles, but is, is learning how to run our sound and and um, has an interest in that sort of thing anyways. And so um, those are all just brand new volunteers that have stepped in. Um, and uh, if you're if you're concerned or worried about what it would be like for you to step in, I would encourage you to just grab one of those guys that are pretty much brand new and just say, hey, is this, how does this go? Like, are you, is mm-hmm. it scary? Is it, is it hard to learn? And um, we've got great people that are willing to walk these folks through each step. And um, they're finding an, an awesome fulfillment through serving Jesus in that way. And um, there are many people in our church who aren't serving. And so if, if you think about tech ministry and you're like, yeah, that sounds terrible. Well, you probably should be helping in our nurseries <laughs> or, um, you know, helping, uh, Brandon with youth ministry and, and figuring out what a more person to person ministry looks like for you. Everybody has different giftings. And so, um, if we're living without utilizing those giftings to the glory of God, you're, you're not accomplishing what God is calling you to do. And so I'm not saying that your place is in a service at Calvary, but it, it is somewhere. And so if you're not doing it, this would be a good place to start to learn and grow what those things are and kind of hone them. So yeah, we'd love to have you. That's a good point. And just on, on volunteering in general, if, if you're unsure or maybe you're having the thought, please uh, come talk to us or just do some shadowing. I mean, there's always room on a Sunday to kind of hang out in the booth and, and see what it's like or, or to just kind of step into a classroom on Sunday or, or come to Sunday night, Tuesday night and, and check out what youth is about. If if your curiosity is peaked, just come check it out and, and see what you actually might be getting yourself into before before jumping in. So lots of opportunities to jump in, especially as we get opened and things start happening again. We We need more people to be involved and we would welcome the help always. Yep. Cool. Hey, before as we wrap this up, I just want to give a general invitation. And so communicate is our goal here is just to communicate. So you're, if you're listening, you're getting to hear us sort of talk out, you know, it, much longer than just like a three minute announcement on Sunday morning, sort of what's going on. Um, but the, you know, the reciprocal process of communication is I just really want to invite anybody. If you have questions, if you need a contact, if you want someone to pray with, like, please reach out. You know, you can call the office. You can get me on my cell phone. Um, all that stuff's available to, to you at any time. And so uh, we're trying to do our best to communicate. And, and I know that, that, it's, that we're not reaching everybody. And we're not doing as, you know, we're not operating at 100% like efficiency. We're missing some people. Hmm. Uh, and so if you're a person and you feel missed, or if you know of someone who feels like, hey, man, th- you know, let's, let's connect with these people. That's our heart. We would love to do that. So yeah. ple- please reach out. If you, if you have questions about anything, happy to talk. Nice. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you, guys. Happy birthday to you. Boom. Boom.